Welcome to episode 159 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Jubilant Janelle. Feeling good tonight, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. It's just, you know, end of year madness. Just because I'm just still teaching virtually doesn't mean I don't have a lot to do. Well, that is true. You do have a lot to do. I just planned the last 10 days of school virtually because we're going to be virtual and um i i didn't really i didn't really have to do that last year because we had a different schedule but i think i came up with some good ideas yeah i think so you're, you're pretty solid we're um if you guys are teaching virtually i know that we have some teachers who listen we're gonna do like a room escape a virtual room escape together we're gonna play a board game we're going to um, an art challenge. An art challenge, an art contest. Trivia challenge. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun. I think it's virtually. gonna be great. And uh, and um, it's crazy that this entire year I taught for an entire year. I never met a single one of my kids in person. No, it's bizarre. So. And yet here we are. Here we are. I love them dearly. They're like, I'm still just as close with them and connected to them, if not more. <laughs> yeah, because you get like a lot more FaceTime. <laughs> well, you get a lot of FaceTime and then like you see their background. Like they can grab something meaningful to them and show like I had this little boy the other day. He made a towel dispenser out of a cardboard box this is so funny and he like stayed on with me and showed me how he had like a pretend credit card to put in the machine and order the large towel and you know i wouldn't get to see that kind of stuff like calvin and Hobbes style where he drew with like pen (laughs) on a box and like our kids have done this before yes this type of thing it's so cute but the best part is what did one of the other kids say they're like can you show me how to make one how does that work (laughs) Like, she thought it was a real towel machine. But, yeah, I just, uh, anyways, I know I brought a little bit of uh, teaching talk into the, you know, intro. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. It's okay for the banter. (laughs) The opening banter sometimes goes off into various uh, subjects. Sometimes it's a preview of what's to come. Other times it's just to touch briefly on a topic that is... Typically, you know, par for our, our show, we're not going to cover in greater detail, so we banter about it up front. Yeah. That's a little peek know. behind the, the curtain there. <laughs> behind the scenes. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain <laughs> who's about to direct us over to the news. And now the news. All right, if you can rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn... Wherever you listen to our podcast, that would be fantastic. Um, it helps our podcast climb the charts, which it seems like it's doing because our listens are up. Yeah, our listens are way up. So At least the downloads, I think. You know, thanks for telling your friends, guys. Yeah. We're, we're spreading. <laughs> spreading like love. <laughs> Not any of the other things. Uh, you should also email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com if with any questions, comments, concerns, stories, anecdotes, puzzles. 
riddles. Anything. Anything of that nature. We'd love to see it or hear it. Phil loves a good brain teaser. I do. I do enjoy that a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> Phil once had these like youth group kids. We'd take on like trips. And they'd always want to go in Phil's car. And they'd say, give us another brain buster, Phil. <laughs> We want to know a brain buster. Yeah. I thought it was so hilarious that you were the car to get the brain buster. You want to get your brain busted? <laughs> Come with me. Uh, you can also get your brain busted on our Instagram page at Mandarian Orange Show. Follow us on Twitter at Mandarian Orange with limited stuff there. <laughs> uh, like our Facebook page and please join our Facebook group. Now, mentioning our Facebook page and group, this is a good uh, moment to bring up something. Uh, ben, who wrote in last week and he shared some of the pictures of his workplace. Yes. And we revealed uh, what it was. He actually shared some of those pictures, which is very cool for you guys to see. But I, it's also a good learning uh time here because Ben shared it to our page which is great and we can see that but it's very difficult for other people to see it on our page. Yeah, Facebook doesn't really allow the algorithm for people it besides us. It used to, to be before it. they put the emphasis on groups that that's how it works. Yeah. But now in order for other people like other listeners to see it, you got to share it in the group. Mandarian Orange Show, the group. If you're on our page, there's a link to the group from there, or you can just search for Mandarian Orange Show, the group. And if you share it directly in there, you can actually interact with other listeners and other people can see it, um, which is good. In this case, what we did is Janelle I just shared, shared it. it to the group. So yeah. if you are a part of Mandarian Orange Show, the group, go check it out, like and comment. And if you aren't, Go ahead and click join. And if, like Ben did, if you post something to our page because it's confusing and you don't know how to do it or whatever, we'll still share it in there. It's just yes. a good, friendly, helpful thing. And it's also helpful for you know any other Facebook using that you're doing. Like For the most part now, if you post it to a page, the only people that are going to see that is the page. Yeah. You have to search pretty hard to find posts that people make to a page. Yeah, so. you do. That's just how Facebook is changing and evolving. So that that's uh, good advice for 2021. Who knows if you're listening to this down the line. <laughs> you'll probably be saying, Facebook? Isn't In that like the... one of those old MySpaces? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it is going to be like the MySpace. Someday, probably. Someday. But for now, it's my social media platform of choice. I actually, like, here's the funny part with Facebook. I don't even really look at my feed anymore i go straight to the groups feed i want to see all those groups that's what i'm saying that's where the activity is now i'm in jane austen fan club i'm in anne of green gables i'm in my teacher groups like bachelor of course i'm in like 50 bachelor groups i gotta see all the news and the groups well it's because unless you're if you favorite someone or a page, then it does bump them up on your page a little bit. But if you really want to see what's going on, the groups are way better at notifying you. Yeah. So if you're in the group, like in Mandarin Orange for the group, and someone else posts in there, it'll notify you if there's new posts. Especially if you're friends with someone in the group, it'll always tell yeah. you about that. So whereas like when a page posts, who knows? Like there's stuff that I want to know. Right. And I'll be like, I can't believe I didn't know this happened and I'll go and search for the page that I already follow and I'll see stuff on there I didn't know about. Right. But if I'm in the group yeah. of that page. Anyway. It's, it's it's really been helpful this year too, like, you know, with 
information and news changing about vaccinations or, you know, COVID numbers or anything. Like, it's been great to be following all this. It's like the old message boards is what it is, where it's a specialized group and you have people with similar interests. And Mm -hmm. so you're all, you know. I know if I have a very obscure, like, 90s Christian rock joke to make, I know what group to go in. And if right. I have a question to ask about editing when I'm doing my podcast, I have a group to go mm-hmm. in for that, you know. So, if you want to post fun pictures or interesting articles or jokes to us, you put it in the Mandarin Orange Show, the group. There it is. All right. That's enough about that. But okay. it's good. Thank you, Ben, for sharing that. And you guys should definitely uh, look at Ben's pictures. They're very cool. They um, are very cool. Of his place of work. It's pretty great. With that, um, we had some interesting things that happened this week. First of all, this last weekend, we had yet another uh, monarch. We had another queen for a day. Our kids have gone to town. They've been saving up their dollars. Audrey's finally, like, spent hers. She's cleaned out. Because she had saved hers up for, like, months and months and months. Until we updated that price chart. She was waiting for something good, and she knew, and so... She was queen for a day again on Saturday. Again, such a benevolent queen. Yes, we had a lot of fun. We played games, video games, watched movies, and t- I think that's about it. We played life cards. Well, that's what I said. Games, like board games, mm-hmm. video games, and movies. That's pretty much the day. Yeah. That's what she wanted to well, do. <laughs> and we'll talk about the movies later, but in particular, she wanted us to... Uh, to watch Marvel movies. Yes, because we're watching through those still. So. so, it was good. We'll get to those. And we may talk about board games a little bit, too. We'll talk about that. All right. And video games. We're going to yeah. talk about all those in their appropriate sections. I'm telling you guys, make your kid king or queen for the day. They will work hard. Yeah. Save up their money and to do it. The great secret of this is that... You know, I mean, you have to set the time aside, and you have to, like, play along and have fun with them, but it doesn't cost that much extra money. No. In fact, we make the kids, they have to pay an extra fee if If they they want want to be able to pick what food we eat. That's, like, extra money. Otherwise, you know, it's just whatever food we're going to eat normally, so. Right. It's, uh, it's pretty great, you guys. It's pretty great. And it's, you know, they have to save up a lot. Let's see. Uh, 100, it's 125 Mommy, daddy dollars for a full day, including the food. And you only get two a day. So, well, let's see. So, it's, what, 14 a week? 140. So, it's, like, what, nine weeks? About? Almost nine and weeks? And we do offer, if they want to do extra work. Yeah, that's beyond right. Beyond their regular, they can do extra They can extra offer you extra stuff, which they do occasionally. Money. Um, but other than, usually, it's, you know, think about, it's like their, their allowance. Well, Luke was asking me the other day. Well, Luke, Audrey, and I were all talking about this. I think you were still asleep. That sounds likely. (laughs) But we were talking about they have actual, like, money money that they save up from Christmas and birthdays. And they're like, would you do a trade, you know, for real money for mommy, daddy dollars? This is how hot... The queen or king for a day. The queen or king for a day is. They want to spend actual money. (laughs) Because it's so much fun. To trade out for mommy, daddy dollars. Yeah, it's pretty great. 
I thought that I was want, cute. I want one. I have no recourse. I tried to just give you one, and you said it wasn't good enough. You had to plan a special way to give you it. You have to earn it. Like, that's what I'm saying. You have earned it. You're a wonderful father. Don't worry. It'll just hold your horses. <laughs> My horses are held. <laughs> so, also... I wanted to tell about another saga that I have undertaken here. Yes. Um, I've been battling with our dryer, our clothes dryer, for quite some time now. Um, I think I may have mentioned it from time to time throughout the years, but when we moved into this house, it was our first house we ever had, like, space for a laundry, you know, facility. Yes. Um, With laundry hookups. And when we moved in, they had left a dryer here. There was no washing machine, but they'd left a dryer, and it was hooked up, and... We thought, oh, that's probably junk, you know, and we tried it out and it worked. And that was like all, almost 11 years ago now, like <laughs> and 10 and a half an years. Old dryer. It was already old when it's it moved like in. It's like a 1970s style yeah. dryer. And we thought for sure, like we just looking at it when we moved in, we're like, oh, this is, this I think is it's more like 80s. I think it's from Definitely the 80s. broken. But it still has worked for almost 11 years. So throughout the years, it's kind of started to break down a bit. The first thing to go was the little latch on the front door of it, you know, mm-hmm. so that if you had too heavy of a load, sometimes it'll pop the door open. So and you have then, to, like, hold something against it. Yeah, so you have it. to put, like, a heavy box. If you if you have a lighter load, it's usually fine, but a heavier load, you put a box or a little tub or something against it to pin the door shut. So that was the first thing to go several years ago. At some point then... In more recent times, the, uh, the the little dial that you like select what you're, you know, which, yeah. which thing you're doing, it stopped like turning properly so that you kind of had to like force it. It got to the point where it no longer would move through the cycle. So you'd set it on whatever cycle and the, the dryer never stops. The timer thing would not move anymore. Right. So I'd have to set a timer to you know, to make sure I close it or open the door again and turn it off or else, you know, burn the house down because it would dry the clothes too much. I don't know. I don't know what happens if you leave a dryer for doing well, I actually do now. So that started happening. And then more recently, it would like, if you had like too wet of a load sometimes, I feel like, maybe it was just too heavy. I don't know. For whatever reason, it wouldn't start. It would sound like it was trying to and it couldn't get the thing to turn around, you know. And then, it, you know, I'd let it sit for a while and try it and it would go again. It's starting to go worse and worse. And then one night, I accidentally left the dryer going, like, all night. We fell, I fell asleep. I forgot to set a timer. And so it went for, like, six hours through the night, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like it had stopped in the morning. So something, either the door had popped open or it, like, overheated or something. And ever since then, then it's had a really hard time starting. I started having to put, like, break up the loads into two parts so that it would only dry, like, half of a load at a time because it was too heavy. And then it's just gotten worse and worse to the point where today it's finally kind of... I was able to use it a little bit, and then it kind of just pooped out. There's a smell that I feel like... (laughs) Not in a gross way, but I feel like maybe it's a belt that's bad. Mm, Like, you know, that kind of, like, rubber-burning smell... So, so maybe you just have to replace it. I'm gonna that my my this is my new project. I'm gonna take the dryer apart and see if there's something I can fix. But I want my organization project done. 
Yes, I know, but our clothes are wet and dripping all over the garage right now. We don't have like a good drying rack, so I just have a bunch of laundry baskets spread around with if like clothes. If we do get a new it. dryer, though, we are gonna have to clean the garage. So, but we have made some steps in that recently, which is good. But we have to, so maybe right. it's good. Well, anyway, I just wanted everyone to know the saga of the dryer. That's my next handyman attempt I'm going to make. I'm going to watch some YouTube videos. If anyone has any experience with that, let me know. <laughs> I, I, I've My approach is this. It's already busted. It's a, older than 11 years. It's we probably 20 years. We never paid for it. The worst I can do is make it not work still like it doesn't right now. And what I'm going to do is shop around for a new dryer online. My favorite. I love shopping for large appliances. Yes, you do. I love shopping for anything. You know what else is fun to do online? Watch live stream concert events. Oh my gosh, that is so fun. Tell us about one we can watch, Phil. Well, as you guys know, Popbox Presents is our little mini concert series that we've been doing. Short live streams with indie artists, um, bands, and solo artists. And basically each one features some banter and talk with the band and then a musical performance of some kind. Um, sometimes it's one song or two or three. The whole entire package is half an hour or less is the goal. So our next one is coming up this Saturday, which is May, is it 8th? May 8th. May 8th. And uh, it's Largo, the band Largo. Um, they're very cool. Pamela Myberg is the singer, and she also has like a solo account. So if you look on like Facebook or Google it, the Largo, mm-hmm. um, I think they go for as we are Largo, or maybe it's Largo Music, something like that. And but Pamela Myberg is an easy one. M Y B U R G H. That's an easy one to find, and then that'll link you through to Largo. Yeah. Um, she's the singer, and so it's gonna be really cool. I'm very excited. They're sending me their video package over. Because basically, you know, the, the chat is live, and then the band has a choice to either perform live, like on Zoom, or they can send me, like, a pre-recorded video that they make um, that I insert into the, the presentation, and then we watch that. You know, it helps the performance to be tighter and stuff. So some bands have preferred one way or another. Right. They're doing a video version, but it's still live, and we're talking live, and you can watch it live. Right. So you guys should join us with that. I have been sharing it with the Mandarian Orange Show group, but you can also find it on our Potvox music page on Facebook. There's an event up. It's Saturday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And the cool part is that if you miss one, uh, that they are, they're live on our Facebook page. You can go and watch them on there, or you can watch them on our Potvox music um, YouTube channel as well. So there's already some good stuff up there. We're going to have a lot more coming up. We had some new artists add in. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys a, a quick rundown of them. Uh, the band Map, who we had to reschedule. They're still playing. Travelog, which is a really cool electronic artist. They already sent their video performance over, and it's, like, mind-blowing. I'm super excited for that one. I'm excited for all of them. Um, then we have a band called The Enigmatic Foe, which is... Um, a guy who's a friend of uh, a guy in MAP, that's how it kind of got connected, a guy named Jared Collinger, and a uh, very cool kind of indie rock artist. And finally, we got Miss Angie, which Whoa. this is just like a blast from the past. Janelani used to listen to Miss Angie's CDs. Uh, Way back Like, I think her day. first one came out in 99. We used to listen to it in college and post-college. She's been doing stuff ever since and uh, have a connection that got through to her, and she's she got a new EP coming out. 
Um, and so she, Miss Angie, uh, on Facebook, you can find her. Um, she's been doing a lot of stuff throughout the year. So very, very cool very and excited cool. for that. So please check out Popbox Presents. And that's enough of the news. We got some stuff to talk about this episode, wife. Yeah. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to play a little game. What's the game? The game is top five. Yeah. Every time a bell rings, we give our top five. Okay, so for those that are not in the in the know as far as video games go, uh, this week there was a momentous occasion in the world of Nintendo. Um, Pokemon Snap, new Pokemon Snap released. Um, and the original Pokemon Snap was on Nintendo 64. Who knows how long was that? 16 years ago? 20 years ago? When was that? Let me look it up. 97, maybe? 98? 99? Came out March 21st, 1999. 99. So we're talking about 22 years here. 22 years in between games. Um, this is the first sequel to it, and it's so much fun. You like it, right? Oh, I love it. So here's the thing. Like, 99, you know, that's when Pokemon games were coming out in the late 90s. I was definitely, even though I love video games, I was older than the target audience for the Pokemon games. Yeah, we're not, like, Never got into Pokemon. Now, my students are still into Pokemon. Yeah. Like, it's Because that target target range is those younger kids, right? So we were, you know, in late college at this time, so it wasn't, like, that appealing, but... Pokemon Snap is a completely different thing. It's a whole video game where you take pictures of Pokemon in their natural environment. And it's that's it. That's the whole game. You try to get better and better pictures. It's so and bizarre. you get ranked in all these different photography skills. It's very, very fun. It, it's something that appeals to someone who has no interest in Pokemon. Yes. And so we're going to talk a little bit more about that in video games, but... Because of that, our top five for this week, and this is going to be fun, and if you are into Pokemon, this may give you a laugh. It's going to be our top five Pokemon. And we didn't look at a list, so this is off the top of our heads. And uh, it's going to be fun to see what names that we come up with, especially Janelle. I know I came up with real ones, but let's uh, let's hear yours, Janelle. I actually think I remembered all the names. You might have. So. Okay, let's hear it. All right. Number one by far, he is my favorite Pokemon, is Snorlax. Snorlax. I love that big tubbo. <laughs> He's the giant, the sleeping one that always blocks the road in Pokemon games. Yes, and you have to throw things at him. To wake him up. Like, oh! So, I love Snor- Snorlax. Snorlax is great. Um, Sometimes Matthew, we've called Snorlax yes. when he like falls asleep Matthew all over the place. Is very Snorlax, like he can like fall asleep anywhere. anywhere. He would fall asleep in the middle of a Pokemon road, yes. definitely. <laughs> um, the next one, um, I did have help from you, but his name is Charizard. I think it's Charizard, but yeah. Charizard. Charizard. And he's just like a little dragon, a little baby dragon that like puffs out fire. I think it comes out of his tail too. Yeah, I think his tail's on fire. So, 
Love Charizard, and then Pika Pika. Of course, Pikachu is on there. I mean, Obvi. What list of Pokemon doesn't have that? I mean, if you're not a Pikachu fan, are you even a Pokemon fan? I don't know. Probably not. Next is Meowth. With oh yeah, the dancing cat guy. I think he just has funny facial expressions, and I mean, Josh and Rachel listen to our show, and they're the biggest cat fans. That's true. You have so to how get could a cat I not have a meow wolf? Um, and then finally, my latest one is. Jigglypuff. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Jigglypuff. Don't you love Jigglypuff? Yeah, I do. Pink and puffy and wonderful. like like Kirby. So that's my top five, but I do have to give a shout out to Diglett because he looks like poop. (laughs) And I love poop. Okay. Jokes. That is is true. (laughs) Let's see. Okay. I think we have... Let me see. Don't look at my list. I'm not looking. But we have one, two, kind of two... Uh, two and a half overlaps. Two and a half? That's pretty good for a Pokemon list. Well, here was my rule. I only allowed myself to do ones that I knew the names of. That's hard. Because I don't... There's a lot of them that I'm like, oh, that's the blah, blah, blah. And I'll see it in the game, but... Right. I don't know. I didn't memorize them all. But the ones... I'm pretty sure all the ones I have are all ones that were in the original game because those are the ones I know the names of Well, the yeah, most. that's... We're learning too. the new ones, Yeah, but, but they're... There, it's gonna take us a while. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I know it seems weird that we're like so into Pokemon, but I'm telling you, Pokemon Snap is so much fun. So, my number one was Pikachu because obviously, Pika Pika. My number two is Snorlax because obviously, oh my gosh, so you put Avi for Snorlax, I put Avi for Pika Pika. I think both of them are, those are like the two best ones. The one that, like, is the name and the face of the whole franchise, and then the one that falls asleep on the road. <laughs> I haven't even played... I've played one regular Pokemon game, and I didn't get that far into it, but I got far enough into finding Snorlax on the road. And you I'm gotta like, find Snorlax. All right, I found Snorlax. Um, my number three is Magikarp. You actually helped me remember this one, because I couldn't remember the name of it. It's like a goldfish that, like, flops around, and I just think it's so funny that it always... <laughs> Like it's always, like it looks like it can't breathe, whether yeah. it's above water or under, and it's, it's always, always flopping around. And what does it breathe? I don't know. I think it just can't breathe, and it's, it makes it always faces. looks like it needs to be flushed down the toilet. <laughs> it does. It's like the dead goldfish <laughs> of Pokemon. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my fish? Like when I was a kid, my parents had a fish tank. Yeah, and they would like I, I got. I got a fish at some point, like a couple fish, you know, because mm-hmm. fish are about as cheap as it can get. So I like, oh, picked yeah. out some of the fi- at the fish store and they're like, you know, 78 cents or whatever yeah. I spent on it, you know. And so I had a couple fish and I had a placostomus, which yeah. is like the little sucker fish, you know. Yeah. And one day I came in and the placostomus was doing the backstroke. It had died, you know. Yeah. And so, was, you know. Now, was, the, the sucker fish were a little more expensive than yes, the Yeah, so this fish. is a bummer, you know. And so, you know, mom helped me and we got the scooper and brought it in. Like, 
you know, to flush it down the toilet, threw it in the toilet. As soon as it hit the water in the toilet, it started swimming around again. Oh, no, you already flushed it? No, like it, we scooped you it back scooped out it of the toilet out? and washed it off. Why was it pretending to be dead? I don't know, but after it went back from the toilet into the tank, it was dead the next day for real, so. Oh, so it was dying. Well, either that or the shock of being thrown into a cold toilet water. I don't know. No, I I had fish for years, like. And you put them in the toilet a lot. No, I didn't put them in the toilet, but you don't you don't have to like regulate the temperature of their water when yes, you're cleaning you do. the tank. Oh my gosh! Yes, you do. No, my fish live for years. That's what your mom said. Yeah, that same goldfish that was there for twenty years. I'm the one who took care of the fish. Nobody took care of the fish. I took care of the fish. All right. Sister, can you tell Phil how long my goldfish lived for? People who own fish, can you tell Janelle you do have to maintain the temperature? Yes, but I'm saying, like, toilet water isn't going to be that shocking. In Big Bear, it is. Oh, I In didn't Big think Bear, about that. it's freezing. Right, never mind. It's a back winter what I toilet said. water that's like. You only kill, be, only because it's you inside. Your fish. Yes, only because it's inside. But I it, was living down by the beach in Southern California. Yeah, that I, wouldn't have affected. I my was living fish. at six thousand seven hundred feet in the mountains, and the water only doesn't freeze inside is because we have so heaters on like, in the winter. Oh, it's a miracle! And then like it was dead the next day, so no, you had to like regrease. It was or? more like, oh my gosh, I think we threw a live <laughs> fish into the toilet. What do we do? I guess we scoop it back out. No, I mean, I was never, like, that emotionally attached to the fish. I don't think I was crying about it. I think I was in, like, fifth grade or something, you know. I was, like... I mean, I wasn't, like, trying to kill it or anything, (laughs) but it wasn't like I, you know, cuddled it under my pillow or something. Well, let me tell you, speaking of poop, if you have... You got this on the mind today. If you have, like, problems pooping... You just stick a, a aquarium in view of your toilet, and it's so calming. You had an aquarium in your bathroom? It was in my bathroom right across from the toilet, and it's the most... That's weird. ...calming experience. If you've never gone to the bathroom while watching an aquarium, you're <laughs> missing out. You had such a different childhood for me. And you could just hear, like, the... Like of the filter. So, what was the point of having you just had him to watch while you go to the bathroom? Well, I mean, since we had daycare kids, like this, the bat we had three bathrooms. I know, big stuff. A three uh-huh, bathroom house. Uh-huh. We had three bathrooms, and the one bathroom I could keep like my fish in was like one that the kids didn't use. So, if I couldn't really put them anywhere else because the kids okay. slept or played in every other area, and so the one spot was on the counter in the bathroom, and it just turned out to be, like, the most relaxing bathroom experience. That's so bizarre. I've never heard of having a fish tank in the bathroom. Well, you should try it. No. Don't knock it till you try I'm it. good. I, I'm glad to hear your story. I'm happy to hear other people's <laughs> stories. MandarinOrangeShowGmail.com But I don't need it, though. Hey, remember, though, we had fish as the centerpiece at our wedding reception. I know, and we gave them away. <laughs> we kept one. We did? Yeah. Oh, it didn't live long, I don't think. No. <laughs> but we did have one. 
So we're doing top five on Pokemon, by the way. That's where we're at. Oh, so you said the top two. You have three more. No, I said top three. Magikarp was three. That's oh, Magikarp. why we got on the, fish. The there. floppy fish. Floppy fish. Okay. All right, number four. This is why I said it's a half because I had Diglett. <gasps> Diglett. Poop Pokemon. They're more like gophers or, or moles that like pop up, but they're kind of like just shaped like a little poo. They're shaped like a poo. And they kind of like flop back and forth. Yeah, they go. And they're pretty funny. So Diglett. You gotta love them. Love Diglett. They're down in the little cave in the original game. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I put Bulbasaur. Oh, Bulbasaur. They're like the little, it's like a snail pig kind of thing. They yeah. kind of like flop along. And I just think they're a little dopey looking and I like them. We like dopey looking Pokemon. Yeah, basically. And uh, so. doop, doop. that's what they kind of, that's the sound I imagine. The new game, I like that one that I got swimming that you've never be seen swimming. Yeah. He's going to be a favorite. Yeah, there's a lot of them I like in the new game, but I just don't know their names yet. Yeah, so, so we'll have to like maybe do a top five after we the learn new ones. the yeah. names. So I don't know if we have any Pokemon fans out there that are in our listenership, but if there are, tell us your top Pokemon and how badly did we butcher the names <laughs> of the ones that we said. I think most of them are pretty good, but... Yeah. Bulbasaur. (laughs) Doop, doop. All right, that's our top five, and it is time to move along to movie time. Movie time. So we watched two more Marvel movies in our ongoing Marvel saga to watch all the Marvel movies in a row. First up, Captain America Civil War. What'd you think? Um, okay. There is a scene in the movie that is pretty much like the best of all the Marvel movies we've seen that is so correct. far. That is correct. So, and we can like talk about it, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're afraid of spoilers of the Marvel movies from eight years ago or five years ago, whatever it was. Skip ahead a bit, but yes, we can talk about it. So, I was so excited because it, it like, they bring together Spider, well, Spider-Man yep. and Ant-Man. Yep, like the two best. And Spider-Man is so great. Tom Holland, he's the best. He is fantastic. And that, like, scene from the moment that, like, Tony Stark goes to meet uh, Peter Parker, and then from then on to the end of like the Spider Man, the battle with him, like it's so funny, it's so good. Like, you know, we were at the time, I remember we were like, oh my gosh, Ugh, they're rebooting Spider Man again. again. Like, we we're so annoying. We just, I mean, you know, Andrew Garfield was good enough, and like, why are they doing it again? And that, like, 12 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever it is that he's in that movie, like. It's he's so good. It's enough for you to go. Okay, I'm in. I get it's why like they did they it. New, you will love him as much as we. Yeah, loved him. they had to. Pr- and they had to prove it. They're like, just just watch the movie, and then sure enough, like that twelve minutes, I'm like, <laughs> I am in. I will watch all of them. It's the best. Yeah, he's so so good. He's great. That being said, tell me your thoughts about the movie overall. Well, Black Panther also comes into that one. Oh too. yeah, also I do like Black, Black Panther. Panther. I don't know. I I liked it. I do too. I like it. I have a mixed review of it though. Like to me, it's although 
that movie or that scene is so fantastic. Those few scenes of Spider-Man overall, it's like my least favorite of the Captain America movies. Yeah, it's not really a Captain America movie. Yeah, it's more of like a Avengers 2.5. Yeah. But it's also like not my favorite Avengers. I guess this is my thing. The main plot, the reason that they're battling, the whole storyline is kind of silly, it feels like to me. Yeah. It basically is they're like, we got to get all our our fun superheroes to fight together. Everyone wants, you know, how often as a kid did you be like, who would win? Like, Superman or Batman? Spider-Man or Thor? Whatever, right? Like, everyone, even, everybody did that as a kid, right? That's basically the premise. How do we make an excuse to have all the superheroes battle together? And it's fine. Like, if you approach it as that, it's fine. I just feel like it doesn't move the storyline forward very much. It's, yeah. It's basically an entire movie of, let's make it so all the superheroes battle together. Well, in watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. against it, it's kind of like they made the movie so that they could have the Accord, whatever they're The Sokovia Accords, yeah. The Sokovia Accords in Agent of Shields. Because it has a bigger impact there than it did in the movie. It has a huge impact in there. Like, their whole Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has, like, totally changed. Because of all that, yeah. Because of it. So it's not a bad movie at all. But I feel like, uh, here's how I would compare it. It's like when there's an album by a band that I like, you know, and I don't like the album as much as other albums, but my favorite song by that band is on the album. Right. Right? Like, I don't love the album as much, but my favorite song is on that album. Yeah, I get that. That's how I look at this movie. It's not a bad album, but but it's got my favorite song on it. Yeah, so I can see that. It's great, but, you know. Yeah. It's more of a, it's a what if to right. movie to me. What if all the superheroes battled? Right. Okay, next one we watched. Doctor Strange. Yes. What do you think of Doctor Strange? I love Doctor Strange. It's it's like they know we needed like something different. Yeah. Like let's change it up a little. Let's make it more magical and more mystic. Yeah. Well, they had already kind of done a big left turn with Guardians of the Galaxy doing a space thing. So now let's do a magic like psychedelic, you know, right. whatever. Very out of like the 70s, like all the music and the design aesthetic and stuff. It's, I, I really like it. I think it was great. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a really good Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think Tom Holland's American accent is more convincing. Yes. And he's only like a kid, but it's <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch's American accent is just fine. Yeah. But there's never a time when I'm like, oh, he's definitely an American native, a native speaker, <laughs> right. you know, English, American English speaker. Whereas Tom Holland, if you didn't tell me, I wouldn't know. No, I wouldn't have. I didn't know until I heard him in an interview. Yeah. Um, which is just impressive. I love that because it really is that convincing. Um, you know, and it's hard. I mean, probably to anyone that's not like an American, you know, you wouldn't know because it's so close. But right. when you, that's your native uh, accent, you pick out every minute detail just naturally. You can tell, oh, that person doesn't, you know. So it's not bad at all. It's definitely not enough to detract from the movie. Right. Um, Tilda Swinton is fantastic as the ancient one. And I think it's just really good. Oh, and let's not forget, uh, what's her face? Oh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams She's is so, so good. good. So I really like Doctor Strange. I think it was great. Scott Derrickson directed it, who uh, went to our same college. Yes. University. Biola graduate. 
So, yeah. Doctor Strange. I like it. Let's, let's uh, continue with our Marvel. We will. We're actually story. like halfway through the next one, but we'll talk about that after yeah. we watch it. So, yeah. That's it for movie time. All right. We got to also follow up just on some Couch Potato Corner. We got some catch up to do here. Couch Potato Corner. This CPC. So we have been watching alongside, as you know, the Marvel movies, some of the Marvel shows. We've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then also Agent Carter in the order that they came out so that some of the episodes line up right with the beginning or end of different movies in the thing as well. That's been very fun. So we're now, we're in like season four, I think, of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Plus we watched all of Agent Carter, which they only had two short seasons of ten episodes each, so... It's not as much as it sounds like. What do you think, first of all, of Agent Carter, since that's the shorter amount? Love season one. It was fantastic. Um, season two left something to be desired. It kind of went off in a weird direction, and I could see why they got canceled. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Haley Atwell, who plays Peggy Carter, is fantastic all yeah. the way through. And some of the supporting cast, the ones especially from the first season, are great. I feel like a couple of the characters they brought in in the second season were kind of weak. Yeah, and they did, like, a whole musical to start one of the episodes. Yeah, it, it just... Like, a musical It, it did not feel sequence. the same. Yeah. And there was, like, really weird storylines. Well, and a couple... I would say just some unbelievable... Not unconvincing relationships yes and yeah it just it was it was a little bit disappointing it was fun to watch and it has actually tied together with later episodes of agents of shield which is cool and uh well yeah even some stuff in the movies as well so it's all it all ties together it's It's worth doing but if you're gonna do it season one was better though do it agents of shield you're enjoying I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I can't believe you didn't tell me to watch it Oh my before. gosh. I tried to get... I think I showed you the pilot like three times and you kept like... Uh. I was very familiar with the pilot. Yeah, because I've <laughs> showed it to you more than once to try to get you to watch You're it. You're like, okay, now we need to watch the pilot again. Okay, let's watch the pilot again. Because well, you have to like... It's one of those things where you have to watch it ongoing. Like, yeah. like Alias or Lost. Like you... They show previously on, but it does not work. You have to no, be up. up I'm to like date. totally addicted. I need to know what happens. Yeah. Um, I like was sh- sh- legitimately shocked by some of the stories. some of the revelations. We recently just watched the uh, Ghost Rider sequence, like the storyline oh, of Ghost so Rider, good. and oh, I love it. Robbie yeah, Reyes. So much better than the Ghost Rider. With Nicolas Cage. We saw with Josh. Yeah. I mean, that one is fun because it's Nicolas Cage screaming, you know, doing Nicolas Cage, but it's not a great Ghost Rider movie. It's I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. Probably. It's fine. I don't even think I ever watched the second Ghost Rider. Like, it was that unnecessary to me. Yeah. I'd seen enough Nicolas Cage movies that Well, the year. rendition in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is fantastic. Fantastic. Um, other things, we've still been watching Seinfeld along the way when mm-hmm. we get to stopping points. So we're actually on the final season of Seinfeld. Yes. And uh, it's going strong still, yes? Oh, yeah. Love it. Classic. Absolutely. Like, stronger. It just gets better and better. They they really they closed down when they were at the top of their game. They really did. Well, and that's what they wanted to do. Yep. 
You knew what they were I doing. think we're going to go right into Curb Your Enthusiasm because we haven't seen the later seasons, right? The last two right. seasons. And it's been a long time since we saw the first one. So, so be fun. I think we're going to go right into Curb after our Seinfeld just to kind of yeah. ride on its coattails because, you know, Larry David. Yeah. So. Okay, a couple things that I just have to say we're watching with the kids. This is, we haven't like done uh, Couch Potato Corner in a while, so this is a lot of catch-up. But uh, I watched through the, at least the first season of Amphibia with the kids. It's a Disney Plus show. It's an animated show where this girl gets like magically taken to this land of like where all the people are like frogs. It's a frog world. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. And it's another one of those ones that has like a lot more emotional weight than it sounds like it would. Yeah. And it's really well done. Is this one I'm going to have to watch, too? I don't know if I'll make you. Like, I think you would like it. If, you know, if we ever run out of stuff to watch with the kids, you'd enjoy it. But it's not quite as much my, you know, like... You don't want to go down. You don't want to go from, like, Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls and Harvey Beaks. This one is not quite to that level, but it's close. It is really, and it depends on where the storyline goes here, too, because it's still actively going. Yeah. So, you know, I'll see. Because if it goes where it could go, it might. I mean, there's some, like, really emotional episodes. I just love that. Um, But one that I think you would enjoy, and you don't have to watch this one with us. I'm not going to make you, but we've been watching the new DuckTales. And I know I'm saying new, and I know it's, like, several years old now, and I think it's actually come to a close at this (laughs) point. But I never, like, really watched it. And not because I hated it. I just never got around to it. It is amazing, wife. It is so funny. The voice cast is incredible. Let me tell you who the voices are. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So you have Danny Pudi, who played Abed on Community. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have... Um, Do they name? have, like, their voices? Yeah, but it's, like, tweaked up a little bit. So it's, like, higher pitch, you know? Huh. But you totally know it's them, though. Ben Schwartz. You know who that nice, is, right? Of course. Um, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Bobby Moynihan from SNL. Nice. Part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Bobby Moynihan. Beck Bennett is Launchpad McClack. Nice. Okay, and then Webby, the little like the little girl one, is Kate McCucci. I don't know if you remember her. She was in um, Raising Hope. She's like the quirky girl that plays the ukulele. Oh yeah, I know her. She's really funny. Like, there are so many great voices in it. Um, It's really, really, really funny, really well written. Like, seriously, you would love it. DuckTales, woohoo. Yes, it's great. Um, David Tennant, who's like a Doctor Who, is Scrooge McDuck. So, anyway, it's great, and I highly recommend it. It's fun. It's all on Disney+. Plus. We're only, like, partway into season one, and I'm in love, so... And finally, we've been watching Walk the Prank with the kids. Oh you and my I. gosh. So we watched all the little bits on Disney Now. Is that what's yeah. called? And it didn't have, like, the storyline. Like, the little teenage storyline things in between. And it came on to Disney Plus, and we started watching it. And It's we, actually really good. It's a really good storyline, and we actually love it. Yeah. Like, we... It adds a lot more to the pranks. The pranks, of, of course, are still the best part, but... But it's a, it's like a hidden camera prank show, and it's really, really fun. We are kids. suckers 
for a good hidden camera. Love it. Anything, really. So we love it. See, you might notice a pattern here. So if you and I are watching a show, we have a show we watch together. If the kids and I are watching a show, we have a show we watch together. If all of us are watching a show, we have a show. So that's why there's so many shows that are ongoing. Because depending on the combination of who's watching a show together... It takes a long time to get through them. It does, because, you know, there's different arrangements. So I made... actually had a show I watched by myself. What did you watch? I watched Tidying Up with Maria Condo. Oh. oh, barf. It was good. It was like a less anxiety-ridden hoarders. I'm just going to tell you now, I'm not going to think a box when I throw it away. I told you, I'm not going to, like, do that thinking the box and asking permission from the house to clean it up. Like, I'm not going to do that stuff. But she has some good tips. And she's super cute. And, like, I really like her. I can see why people love her. Well, I am watching a show on my own, the one that I watch by myself. Yes. Because then we have shows we watch by ourselves. We watch individually. And that one is actually pretty similar, which is Daredevil. Um, where I've watched Daredevil with you. Well, yeah. So basically, I didn't start over and rewatch the stuff we watched, but we kind of petered out. We watched the first season of Daredevil. It's too violent. For you me. you kind of got tired of it. We also watched the first season of Jessica Jones and the first Luke Cage, but that's it for all the Netflix shows. So I'm kind of watching through those, not as strictly, you know, lined up as the others because I've only watched like a few episodes of season two, but I'm watching that. Yeah, and it's just like Maria Kondo. He. He tidies up. He sees a villain. He kills him and gets him out of the way, you know. Did it ask for permission? No, he just goes and beats him up in, in an alleyway. for existing? Actually, he doesn't kill him, of course. He beats him up real bad. Punisher is the one that kills him. Oh, Punisher. Yeah, so it's, Punisher is more like Maria Kondo. <sighs> yeah. You're too much. Do you know there's a season of Hoarders we haven't watched yet? I know, but it's not on anything we can watch. We'll buy it. All right. Because that motivates us to organize. Well, we got to finish all these other things. We're we're in too deep. Marvel is, like, taking up so much time. We had so many, like, projects and stuff we were working on around the house. And we were working on, we told you about our screenplay and all this stuff. That's still happening. It's still happening. But I'm just saying, the dedication... To this Marvel project, and it's a whole family effort, Yeah, has really been major time suckage. But we're never going to have time like this again, so we might as well. Might as well do it. Our next, the next puzzle I'm doing is I keep going down step by step, smaller and smaller puzzles. As my 300 piece one, it's from when I was a kid, and it's my Marvel family puzzle, and it's got something like 250 Marvel characters all in this puzzle, and it's got a little key that says all their names. And the kids are having fun doing it with me. Because it's from the 80s. So it's like 80s comic versions of all the Marvel characters. And a lot of which are in all the movies we're watching. And so that's really exciting for them too. I do like that puzzle. I've done that one before. And I remember you going through. Okay, we did it on our our old brown coffee table. Which is in the playroom now. Yeah, it's still there. We still have it. But not my original big coffee table. We had to get rid of that. Maria Kondo. Oh my gosh. That thing was a monster. I know it was so great for puzzles. No, it wasn't. It, you just cluttered it. I did puzzles on it. 
Sometimes, if you could fit it on there. I got you the hugest puzzle table you could ever want. Now. I had it handcrafted for you. But there was you. a lot of years in between when I couldn't do big puzzles like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't. I can't Janelle's, with this. Janelle's been Maria condoing me for years now. <laughs> I am no Maria Kondo, okay? I have a lot to learn. You've been Janelle. On my Saturday mornings You've as been... I lay in bed till 10 a.m. just... You know, slothing around. You've been Janelle apartment apartmenting me. I mean, instead I of Maria do Kondo. feel like okay, Janelle Townhouse. Let me tell you though, on Maria <laughs> Kondo, this first couple, they like hate each other. Like they just hated each other. Like, and the only reason, I mean, there of course were probably more underlying issues, but. The husband hated the wife because she paid somebody to do their laundry. And the wife hates the husband because he is a workaholic and, like, judgmental. And it's like, I could never imagine fighting that much. We have fought over cleaning. Don't get me wrong. We have. (laughs) But, I mean, they just were so angry. To let it get to that point where it, like... And that's kind of what I've done is, like, I've chilled out. You have cleaned. Uh, you have systems. I know how to get you to clean now. Yeah. There's certain things that I'm really good about doing on a regular basis. There's other things that I drag my feet on a bit. Well, that's, that's why the dryer broke. Because Phil is always up to date on the laundry. Like, I fold and... Well, now I don't have to put it away because the kids put it away. Yeah. I put away ours. But I hate doing laundry. And I always have it And done. that was kind of like the problem with this couple is she hated doing laundry, but he wasn't willing to do it. Right. We so, split up our stuff so that you know the things I hate. Because I hate putting away laundry. Yeah. That's the worst for me. Yeah. I hate folding and putting away laundry. It gives me shivers. I would rather clean the toilets or take out the Let trash. Let me tell you, when I met Phil, he was living out of a laundry bag. Yeah. He was simply... I just don't say, do it. I didn't do it. What is the point of putting it away when I'm just going to take it out again? I'm like, how do you find like your underwear just and dug your through pants? the bag. I had no... I hated it. I always hated it. And I just... I don't know why. It's not like it's a physically intensive project. I just hate it. Do and it's not. like the one thing like you can do while you're watching TV. I don't, I don't need that though. Like if anything, I just put like a video or a song on my phone and put it in my pocket and walk around while I'm doing stuff. I don't need to like sit and do that. Well, and I don't. I just I hate folding laundry. I don't I know why. I think that we've figured out what we hate to do. Yeah, you don't like doing dishes, although you do. That's not like as much of a hate. You, I think you hate laundry, like washing it. I hate washing laundry more than I hate doing dishes. But I do more of the dishes. Yeah. You were the one who introduced me to, like, you don't have to sort your colors. In the laundry? Yeah. Like, maybe on a first wash. Well, if there's something that you think is going to, like, bleed on its first wash, yeah. But other than that, like... Like, that was, like, freeing to me. Yeah, I just dump it all in. Because I always had to sort. We don't have clothes that are nice enough to care about that. Like, yeah, honestly. And if we do, oh, well. Like, it's... I don't know. To me, it's that's never been a priority. Like, I just dump it in. So, anyways, that's, uh... That's tidying up with Phil and Janelle. 
I don't know how we got to that, but here we are back in Couch Potato Corner. It's just to show that although we do watch a lot of TV shows and stuff, we actually get stuff done. Yeah. It's just, you know, we watch TV shows in between. But Marvel is taking up a majority of our time, and it's totally worth it. Because when else are we going to do this? I don't know. So. All right. With all that, we've got a couple more things we have to get to this episode. Okay. So it's time for video games. Well, obviously, we're going to talk about Pokemon Snap. Let's do a quick chat. We already kind of gave a big intro, talked about the old one, but how do you feel about new Pokemon Snap? I love it. I think it's just different enough, but still has all the elements of the old one. Yeah. And it, it feels like you're playing a direct sequel, too. I kind of like that we can have our own save files so we know who took what picture because on the old one it was just one yeah I I have two different cartridges but yeah you just kind of yeah you just kind of shared a game there's a lot more different one interactivity and my most favorite feature is that you can upload your photos to the internet but it's like an internet within Pokemon I mean like other people are connected but it's not the real internet it's It's Nintendo online internet Pokemon internet and you guys can, like, um, give medals to different people. Sweet medals, I think they're sweet called. Sweet medals. And I've already gotten tons of sweet medals. Not as many as Audrey. Audrey's gone viral. Audrey's, like, viraled her sweet medals. I want to get to her point. Um, I think it's in the captions. I think you need to be more yeah. clever with my captions. But, yes, there's a social media feature, which I was delighted by. Yeah. There's a lot of new stuff to it. There's way more levels and variations in levels, way more types of Pokemon. Just longer gameplay. But it's it feels just like the other one. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. We've played a lot of it in this house. Yes, we have. It's the new Animal Crossing, like we predicted it would be. Yeah. Um, it's great. I yeah. highly recommend it. New Pokemon Snap. And it's like... Not super technical, like, it's not like you have to be, like, a super gamer in order to do it. Anyone can play it. And all of us have gotten unique pictures that, like, we're like, what? Like, I got this one, like, bird guy who just happened to fly by while I was taking a picture of another Pokemon. It's, like, the best picture. Yeah. And I got tons of points for it. You just never know what you're going to snap. It's seriously, like, so much fun. And so, it's one of those games that, like, when I'm not playing, I dream about, like, okay, I gotta go back. I gotta, I gotta try go to get this one. Oh, I can't wait. And then there's a new level, and I unlock this thing. Phil's like, really into completing lists on video games. Yeah. He loves to I complete do. a list. And this is, like, so many lists. Yeah. It also tracks, like, every single thing you do. Like, how many times have you thrown oh, yeah. a thing? How many he pictures of this have you too. taken? Like, so many statistics, and I love that. And I just want to see how many sweet medals am I getting? Is there something for everyone? <laughs> it's really fun, and you do not have to be into Pokemon at all to be interested in it. Like Although it's really we sounded like pretty big Pokemon. I know, but I'm saying that's all because of Pokemon Snap. I've played a couple other spinoffs like Pokemon Shuffle, you know, puzzle games and yes. things. But I'm honestly not that into Pokemon. But for Pokemon Snap, oh. I wanted to tell you, speaking of just kind of like nerding out on stuff, so today, the day we're filming this is May the 4th. Wow, where's the camera? 
What? Where's the camera? Did I say filming? Yeah. <laughs> Recording. Uh, is May the 4th, so it was Star Wars Day, and um, I put in some Star Wars stuff into our school day, you know, for my grade level, because we all teach the same thing. And um, we did this thing called a Baby Yoda Workout, and it's on YouTube. You can, like, search it up, like the kids say these search days. Search it up. Um, but you have to, like, duck. Like, they throw a lightsaber on you. You gotta duck. And then a stormtrooper comes, you gotta lean to the side. And you, like, so you're getting exercise, but, like, <laughs> you're Baby Yoda. Uh-huh. So at, Just like in the show. So one of my students goes, Mrs. Vecchio, I have to ask you something about the Mandalorian. But I don't want to, like, spoil it for anybody who wants to see him. I'm like, okay, you could stay on <laughs> after and ask me. She's like... Okay, Mrs. Vecchio, what did you think about Baby Yoda's name being Grogu? Grogu, yeah. (laughs) She was, like, so good about not spoiling Baby Yoda's name. She had to stay on and say, it's not Baby Yoda, it's Grogu. (laughs) And I just thought that was so cute cute and nerdy. And it's and good, good it. training for the parents. Oh, I loved it. I said that's no exactly what you need to do. No spoilers. It's not spoil. Although, if you don't know Grogu at this point. I know, but it's nice to just give <laughs> respect. I was, you know, I definitely, like, praised her for it. But I was like, I know, he's so cute. So. Audrey loves Baby Yoda. She's watched all of it. She knows very well his name is Grogu, and she calls him Baby Yoda. So. Yeah. I mean, it'll always be Baby Yoda. It's Baby Yoda. You can tell us the name, but it's yeah, Baby Yoda. It's fine. Happy May the 4th. On May the 4th be with you, in case people didn't know. May the 4th be with you. That's why. I think they know. Not everyone does, necessarily. <laughs> All right, well, there's one other video game that we need to talk about, and it's time for our sub-segment of video games. That's right, I'm talking about The Longing. The Longing. The special video game in which I am reading the book Moby Dick, so it's time for our fiction books. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? Like it. I try to love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction. That's right. This is our fiction book segment within video games because I've been reading the book Moby Dick inside the video game The Longing, and I did read a few more chapters this week, and I just got to give you the update. Okay. So, as uh, I've told before, it's very much like sitcom-y, and uh, it kind of continued that way for a little bit. I read, I think, three or four more chapters. It starts out, like, the, the, the first one that I read, it, he's, like, talking about the town that they're in and all the, like, weird people that inhabit it. And it's still, like, real goofy. It's kind of like the scene at the beginning of a teen movie where the new kid gets a tour through the cafeteria and they point out, like, those are the nerds and those are the jocks. It was totally that, where he's going around, like, these are the... I mean, literally, he says, these are the country bumpkins I that are here. I remember you saying that. And these are the... You know, these are the hard, you know, longshoremen, and these are the city bumpkins. And he goes through and talks about all the different, like, cliques of people right. in town. Totally like a team comedy. So then it takes a turn. So then he talks about, uh, he goes, there's a, a ritual that all of the the sailors have before they go out to sea. They go to this chapel of the whalemen. And it's it's like a little chapel but it's devoted specifically for people who are going out whaling and all this stuff in the chapel he goes there's a whole chapter just about the pulpit 
where it describes what the pulpit looks like because it's all made of bits and pieces of different whaling ships and there's a ladder that you pull up and it's real creepy there's like angels and all of a sudden like uh you know he describes the church and then he describes the pulpit and he describes the pastor and stuff and there's all these like plaques around that are all like dedicated to all the dead sailors mm-hmm. and now it's starting to like take a little turn for the darker and okay and he's talking about you know what uh you know what dangers lie ahead and he knows you know you know this person this crew died doing this and blah blah, blah. and so that's basically where I left off. The next chapter is the sermon that the pastor is going to give at the pulpit. It's very detailed, like bit by bit, but we're starting to get into some more darker details. Darker. So. It's not a high school It's not a comedy. Show. It's not a sitcom. It's not a high school comedy anymore. Now we're, we're getting into a little bit more foreboding territory here. But it really was. It's really funny. Like He did an entire chapter, like I said, about the pulpit and talks all about the details of it. And that sounds probably real boring, but it's fascinating. It really is. It's really, really interesting. So this like adds to your days on the game? Well, it, it makes it go faster. Because, again, you're trying to wait 400 days. So while you're reading, time goes faster. Okay. There's other stuff you can do, too, but that's the thing I've decided. Because the whole thing with this game, it's very meta. It's a, not a game. In fact, if you read reviews, like it's got widely varying things. Because the whole thing is you have to kill 400 days. And how do you do that? Do you just let the thing play by itself? Because the time goes whether you're playing right. or not. Or do you try to do activities to make it go faster? But the guy moves like super, super slow. Mm-hmm. So I've done some of those things. Luke and Audrey have approached it differently. But for me, what I've decided to do is read the book. And you will see it to completion. That's right. So that's what Phil does. It's very different. I'm actually really, really enjoying just the book itself. Like I, I am glad that I'm finally reading it. So that's Moby Dick. Well, I have a segment, another segment within a segment within a segment. What? Teaching talk, because I started a novel study. All right. On Monday, a fiction books sub. <laughs> Video game <laughs> sub teaching talk. I don't know how this is gonna go. Let's do teaching talk. Mommy and Daddy is teaching talk. Teaching talk. So we ran out of stories um, in our anthology that we sent home. So what do we do? Well, um, we usually re- read Island and the Blue Dolphins. Um, so instead, I am reading them a chapter of Island of the Blue Dolphins a day. I have it timed out that we'll finish before school is out. And um, I put together these little, like, chapter slides. So um, after they read with me, they go in and do these activities. So, for example, um, yesterday they... Um, clicked on all this information about Scott O'Dell and who, you know, the author of Island of the Blue Dolphins and read some of his famous quotes and watched a video and, you know, learned more about him. And then another day they'll do some research on the Newbery Award because Island of the Blue Dolphins read the Newbery Award. And then I was planning next week chapters and I decided we're going to do Um, They're going to do like this map thing for the Channel Islands where they click on the satellite map and they're going to research all the different islands. And then I have a thing like which island, Channel Island, would you like to visit? Because the island in the Blue Dolphins takes place on one of the Channel Islands. Off the coast of California. Off the coast of California. And 
And then we're going to research the Santa Barbara mission because that's where the true lone woman of St. Nicholas um, ended up, you know? Yeah. Um, but then we're going to do something on, like, cove animals, like animals that live in the cove. And, you know, so every chapter there's going to be more than just listening to me read the chapter. That's cool. You know, we're going to dive deep. But the thing that really um, excited me was I was putting together um, next week's. And did you know they found a woolly mammoth fossil on one of the Channel Islands? And it's this dwarf woolly mammoth that doesn't exist. They never found another one except on this Channel Island. How do they know it's not just a tiny like a, a baby, I I have to read more or a about woolly it, tiny. huh? A woolly tiny. Oh, I get it. Why is it a dwarf <laughs> woolly mammoth instead of just a woolly tiny? I don't know. That would have been very clever, but I got to do more research on it. But anyways, they're 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 trying to figure out like did the mammoth swim across and then adapt to living on an island? So like. Over time, it became smaller. Like, they found more than one of this species, but they've never found it anywhere in the world. Not even off the coast of California. That's crazy. I did not know about this. I got to read more about it. So, it's like a pre... It's the whole, like, prehistoric talk. It's on the, like, National Park website and stuff. So... That's cool. We're going to learn about that. Nice. So, we are reading a fiction book, but we're learning a lot about the real stuff. Man, that was good. That was a good sub subsection. I know. I'm very, very impressed. Very clever. And with that, we got to bring this thing to a close, wife. It's time. Let's do it. So thank you so much, listeners, for joining us. As always, we appreciate you going along the ride with us. And uh, thank you, Janelle, for co-hosting with me. Thank you for co-hosting with me, husband. I'm always happy to. You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Aww. <gasps> we love each other. Yay. If you guys would like to write to us, please do so. MandarinOrangeShow at gmail.com is the email. You can uh, also send us a message on our Facebook page. And make sure you post some cool stuff in our Facebook group. And finally, make sure you guys join us for our Potbox Presents concert on Saturday. It's going to be Largo, and it's going to be awesome. We hope to see you guys there. So thank you guys for joining us. And for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.